Welcome back, listeners. It's week four of my Southern California High School Football Podcast. Here's the rundown for today's episode. Today I'm talking Los Alamitos versus Santa Margarita, Miliani versus Modern Day, Lakewood versus Long Beach Poly, Alemany versus Mission Viejo, Edison versus San Clemente, an important update on T.A. Cunningham's situation that I talked about last week, and finally, my players of the week. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Oh, that's big. Welcome to my high school football podcast. I'm talking SoCal football. The performances you need to know about. The best things I saw on Friday night. So Thursday night featured the best game on the entire slate this week for Southern California high school football, and that was a matchup between Los Alamitos and Santa Margarita. I've talked a lot about both programs throughout my first four weeks of this series, and for good reason. Both programs have star-studded rosters filled with future D1 players, and the matchup between these two teams did not disappoint at all whatsoever. Look, I hope you took the over in this game because there were 118 points scored between the two teams on Thursday night in a game where Los Alamitos took down Santa Margarita by a score of 69 to 49. It was a career night for Colorado State commit running back Damian Henderson of Los Alamitos who piled up 305 yards and five touchdowns on the ground for Los Al. After the game, Henderson gave props to his starting O-line of Zion Scrivens, Capono Mao, Makai Stewart, Alfonso Leomiti, and Rudy Montalvan, who put together a dominating performance. Anytime a running back goes for over 100 yards, let alone 305 yards, you know the offensive line is going to work that night, and that's what they did. Now, Henderson had an amazing day on the ground. But he was not the only one rushing in scores. Freshman defensive lineman Manoa Fupusa ran in two scores and a two-point conversion. And defensive end Sin Brennan also ran in a touchdown. And together, the two represented Los Alamitos' defensive line on the offensive side of the ball. Now, my two players of the week from last week, the USC commits, wide receiver Makai Lemon and quarterback Malachi Nelson, also put on stellar performances in this one. Lemon turned 11 catches into 184 yards, and his night was highlighted by a 66-yard touchdown catch and a 96-yard kick return touchdown. Nelson's 203 passing yards in this one made him the all-time leading passer for Los Alamitos. Now look, Los Al may have won this game, but that doesn't mean there weren't some incredible performances by Santa Margarita. Quarterback Jackson Potter threw for 480 yards and five touchdowns. Wide receiver Emmett Mosley finished the night with nine catches for 144 yards and three touchdowns. Wide receiver Nico Lopez finished the night with 102 yards, and Bain Eisman had 119 receiving yards and a touchdown on the night. 
Los Alamitos did remain without transfer defensive lineman T.A. Cunningham, whose situation I talked about last week. Stick around till the end of this episode, and I'll give you some updates on T.A.'s situation. The next game on the agenda today for me is the modern-day Monarchs taking on Miliani, the number one ranked team in Hawaii. Modern-day won this one 42-14 and leaned heavily on its running backs to do so. Nathaniel Frazier finished the night with 100 yards and a score while adding in a 51-yard touchdown reception, and his running mate Jordan Davidson compiled 128 yards and a score on the ground while also adding in a 95-yard touchdown reception. Modern Day has looked the part as a top team in the nation, and they're going to continue to do so for the rest of the season. On Friday night, the Long Beach Poly Jackrabbits took home a 42-6 victory over Lakewood to improve to 5-0 on the season. This game was one that was over by halftime. Poly went up 35-0 in the first half, and the first half scores consisted of a touchdown run by quarterback Darius Curry and running back Karan Green, and a three touchdown passes from Curry, one to Jason Robbins and two to Ryden Brown. Darius Curry finished the night with 294 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown on what was his birthday night. So happy belated birthday to Long Beach Poly quarterback Darius Curry. Now, for my Mission Viejo Diablos, they were not messing around on Friday night as they took care of Alemany 45-8. Ball State quarterback commit Caden Samanza lit it up all night with six total touchdowns in the game, five passing and one rushing. His passing scores consisted of two to wide receiver Mikey Matthews, one to wide receiver KJ Reed, and one to wide receiver Jackson Holman, the Arizona commit. Caden also had another passing touchdown to Andres Lewis to cap off his six-touchdown night. In the final game that I'll talk about today, we've got the Edison Chargers taking on San Clemente in a defensive showdown. This game would end with Edison winning 21-16 and improving to 5-0 on the season. This is another team I've talked about a lot this year, and for good reason, 5-0 to start the year has been a special season for Edison and this squad. Quarterback Parker Awad threw for 172 yards and two touchdown passes, both to Ashton Hurley, and running back Carter Hogue rushed for 96 yards and a touchdown in Edison's big victory. The defense, led by guys like Dylan Walters, Tucker Tripp, and Logan Gregory, helped the Chargers hold San Clemente's offense down the stretch to seal a win in what really was an entertaining night. Now, that's all for my game recaps, so let's revisit T.A. Cunningham's transfer situation. Once again, T.A. is a top-ranked defensive lineman in his junior class, and he has 60-plus Division I offers, and he transferred from his previous school in Georgia to Los Alamitos this offseason. CIF has denied his request to transfer, and after the first five weeks of the season, T.A. has yet to appear in a game for Los Alamitos. CIF denied the hardship waiver that was submitted, and they're now working to hold T.A. out for the entire season. Once again, if you listened last week, you know how much I hate CIF for doing this. There is no reason to take away an entire year from a player in T.A.'s situation. CIF has prolonged and drawn out this process in an incredibly unreasonable way. The new news I have for you in T.A.'s situation is that he's now seeking a court injunction that would give him 
immediate eligibility. And my hope with this is one, that the court rules in TA's favor and he's back on the field. And two, that this case can hopefully help people in the future escape the CIF jail that they never should have been in in the first place. So I'm really, really hoping that CIF gets taken down in this because they've done this long enough holding kids out of playing. Again, I get there are rules and I get there's regulations, but they have a lot of unreasonable cases that take forever to get solved. And it really is wrong what they're doing to these high school football players. So now to end out this episode, I've got my players of the week. And I'm going to head back to Mission Viejo and give this first award to Caden Samanza. As I mentioned earlier, Caden accounted for all six of the Diablos touchdowns in their 45-8 to victory. Up next, I'm going back to Los Alamitos where I've got running back Damian Henderson who rushed for an insane 305 yards and five touchdowns. How could I not give him a player of the week after a performance like that. He accounted for basically half of Los Al's 69 points on the night. And then for my last couple players of the week, I'm rolling with the modern day backfield, and that's Nathaniel Frazier and Jordan Davidson. Frazier compiled 151 total yards and two touchdowns. Meanwhile, Davidson went for 223 total yards and two touchdowns as well. Together, the two combined for 374 total yards and four scores. Nathaniel and Jordan have formed one of the most dangerous backfields in the entire country, and there is no sign of them slowing down. Now with that, we've covered week four of Southern California high school football. I'll see you guys back here next Sunday, but first I'll see you on Tuesday morning for my Sean's Take weekly podcast where I've got a big announcement coming for you. Thanks for listening to the Sean's Take podcast and make sure to join Sean's Take on social media for more unique and exclusive content by following at Sean's Take on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.